This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello, hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am really excited for today's show. We're going to do a little Q&A. I've gathered some questions that are specifically around health concerns, healing, and kind of the balance between the science and intuition. So I'm excited to dive into this. I have four four questions. So hopefully we can get through these because I have quite a bit to say, but I thought it'd be nice to kind of group this together and answer some of these because I know a lot of you have maybe had a history of some type of health issue you've you've been working on overcoming or maybe you're in that right now. Uh, and we all know I have my own history with that. I've helped a lot of people, uh, supported them in and healing themselves as well. So uh, yeah, excited to uh, explore some of these questions. I am really excited to do a lot more Q&As. These are some of my favorite episodes, so I'm going to do a lot more of these. And I think right now we're we're going to build a page where you can send in questions specifically. I used to have one, and then when I changed my website, it went away. Anyway, I think we're going to get that back up. But in the meantime, the best place to post questions is actually going to be in that private community forum. So this is a great place to connect with other members of this community. It's a safe space to talk about, you know, all of the things that that I cover. If you have uh, more to say on it, if you want to ask questions, just connect with other like-minded individuals. We have so many incredible beings in that community. And if you're not already there, we'd love to have you join. Totally free. You can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership. Scroll down and you will see the option to join the free forum right there next to the membership options, which if you haven't joined the membership yet, obviously highly recommend joining the channel collective, super powerful way to raise your frequency and so much incredible content to support you in your manifestation practice, rewiring your brain, opening up your intuition. Ascension School is there, all of my exclusive messages from Ascended Masters and different guides. So would love to have you there. We have a lot of fun things coming and I am going to be starting a new series in the forum that I'm really excited about. So in this free private forum where every week we're going to have some journal prompts to move through, some card pulls, and I'm starting this new thing called Channel and Chill. So basically I'll post the link to the YouTube live in that forum. And I'm going to live stream and literally just get on there and channel and see what comes through. So it's going to be a surprise for all of us, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I've been getting that that message for a while to start this series. And I'm 
pumped about it. So if you want in on the channel and chill series, if you want to come hop on live with me, ask questions, it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you are in that free private forum. Again, christinathechannel.com slash membership. That is where you can sign up. And again, that forum is the best place to ask future questions. If there's anything else you want me to go more in depth about on the podcast, that's the best place to post it. So it's all all in one area, trying to consolidate places. So that is my update. So one of my favorite things to tune into energetically, intuitively is health. And I've noticed that a lot of the things that support our health most also support our ability to fully tap into our intuition. One of the main things to think about is really balancing the body, supporting the body to come back into homeostasis. And something I've been using to support that process for years is Ned's full spectrum hemp oil. Our full spectrum hemp oil supports the endocannabinoid system in the body, which is like your body's balancing system. And I originally started using Ned to support my sleep because I had trouble sleeping through the night. It also really helped me reduce inflammation. I noticed a drastic reduction in inflammation that I was struggling with from my autoimmune diseases. And it really, really calmed down my anxiety and some depression I was I was dealing with a couple of years ago when I first started using it. I had a history growing up, I struggled with really severe anxiety and depression. And I noticed drastic changes from using Ned in just a couple of weeks compared to all of the other things I had tried for years. And since using it consistently, I haven't struggled with any of those issues, but I've also noticed, and I, I can tell this very clearly, how it helping my body stay in equilibrium has also really supported my intuitive abilities to really open up. And by allowing my body to stay in that relaxed, more neutral state, I'm able to receive so much more. I also started using their natural cycle collection when I was struggling to get my period back and it helped me totally rebalance my hormones and have an effortless, easy, regular period every month after having been missing my period for four years before. I can't sing Ned's praises enough. The products have totally changed my life. And I know a lot of people who have tried a lot of CBDs and didn't see results. And for everybody I recommend Ned to, they always tell me, oh my gosh, that full spectrum hemp oil completely changed my life because it's so high quality. There are no inflammatory ingredients. It is just the full range of phytocannabinoids and non-GMO MCT oil. There are no synthetic ingredients. They only extract from hemp flowers as opposed to the stalks and the seeds of the hemp that some other companies use. And they use a very gentle, slow ethanol-based extraction method done at room temperature, so nothing is compromised. Plus, they attune all of their products to binaural beats and infuse them with the frequencies of love and gratitude. I have been using the 750 milligram full-spectrum hemp oil for quite some time. I take it in the morning, hold it under my tongue for 30 seconds, and I'm good to go. And then I use their sleep blend at night literally best thing for sleep. You will have the deepest sleep. And I use their natural cycle collection regularly to balance my hormone. Plus we like to drink their mellow, great magnesium supplement every single evening. If you follow me on social media, you know, my boyfriend is literally obsessed with it. So if you want to try out any of Ned's products, just go to helloned.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that is helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com and my code Christina. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. And I would love to hear your experience with Ned. I love hearing the success stories. They make me so happy, so beautiful. So I would love, love, love to hear your experience. I am so excited for you to try it out. So let's go ahead and just 
jump into the questions. And they're all kind of related, which is why I picked these to be grouped together. So the first question is, how do you balance following the science versus following your intuition when trying to heal from a health issue? How do you know which approach to follow first and when to switch approaches? So this is a really good question, a really good topic, I think, that I I like to talk about. And this person, we have been talking about this and I said, can you just write out this question? Because I think it's great to discuss on the podcast. And she was coming from a place of like knowing that, you know, in my past and, and healing and working with clients as well. I I like to work on all of the planes. So I'm a big believer in a lot of, you know, the energetic work for healing, but then also, you know, labs, functional labs and proper supplement protocols and, you know, diet, nutrition, uh, all that. So my personal philosophy and approach is exploring everything. Um, I I think it's all really valuable. I think it's valuable to work on every plane. I know there are many people who kind of, you know, pick one or the other. I don't really think it needs to be one or the other. I don't see why we can't look at all of them. And that's very much my approach, like with my lifestyle overall, you know, all of my physical health practices are key for my spiritual practices and, and vice versa. You know, my, my energetic work and spiritual practices help to support my physical body and vice versa. So with this question specifically, I know this person has been struggling with some gut issues and has been trying different protocols over the years. And with this question, you know, I think it depends on the person. Like it it always depends on the person, but my answer to both, like how do you balance following the science versus following your intuition when trying to heal from a health issue? My answer is both. (laughs) Like we can look at both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And then how do you know which approach to follow first and when to switch? My answer is also both in general. I mean, I don't see why we can't work on both at the same time. So for example, if, you know, I have something physiological I want to move through, let's say I have candida overgrowth, how I would personally approach that and this is not medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, obviously, I'm not a doctor. But my, if, if that was me, I would work with somebody to, well, yeah, to, let's just go with that. <laughs> um, you know, I would make sure that I am on a proper supplement protocol for my body, um, adjusting my diet in any way necessary to, uh, support the rebalancing of my gut. So I would, you know, look at my nutrition. I would look at my supplements. I would, I would shift my lifestyle. And I would also focus on the, the energetic work. I would also be doing emotional release work. I'd also be um, doing a lot of brain rewiring and just looking into the deeper root cause of, of what that is. And I, I'd go beyond that as well. Right. So I think most gut issues are like the deeper root layer, there's typically a deeper physiological root layer. Um, I think mold is such a common, uh, such a common root cause, heavy metals and molds for a lot of gut issues. Um, just a trend. So going deeper there, but also energetically, there is typically an issue with energetic digestion. 
And, you know, I could go into a whole thing about the, the energy of, of the energetics behind bloating, but I believe in looking at all of the planes. Here's, here's what I'll say. I feel like I know a lot of people and I was this person too, where we've been doing the same approach for so long. You know, I had been working really more on the physiological level for years and things were still coming back. It, it, it wasn't fully going away. And so at that point, I mean, how many more times am I going to do the same thing and, and expect something different? You know, it was just different versions of the same thing I was doing again and again. So yeah, if, if you're that person that's been on all of the protocols and the diets again and again, and it's been years and it's not going away, I, I would explore the other side as well. And that doesn't mean that you have to stop doing the other stuff. Um, but doing, you know, looking into your emotions, stress management, emotional release, a lot of the energetic work, that's not going to hurt you. So I don't see why we can't do both. But I find that for a lot of people, um, you know, that's the missing piece. That's why I think a lot of people who are almost overly healthy or really deep in the health space still have issues because we need to go a little bit deeper and look at the energetics. But I've also seen it the other way. I've seen a number of people who are in the spirituality space. I mean, there are actually a lot of channels and energy healers who have physiological health issues. And sometimes that's because of, you know, not cutting their cords, not clearing themselves. There's spiritual things, but also sometimes it's like, Hey, have you ever healed and sealed your gut? You know? And so I, I actually had a lot of clients when I was still working as a nutritional therapy practitioner who were intuitives. And it was interesting to me, like there was resistance with a lot of them to look on the physical plane. Well, as I said that my, I just had a really loud, uh, really loud message in my ear. Okay. Well, so anyway, (laughs) sorry, I got distracted, but there was a lot of resistance. It was like feeling like, oh, I'm an energy healer. Everything's on the energetic plane. I'm not going to, I don't need labs. I don't need, I don't need to look here. And I don't really see why we have to choose one or the other, you know, and a number of those clients, you know, finally moving through some of that resistance supporting them in and clearing the parasites, you know, uh, healing their guts, balancing their hormones. A lot of those issues uh, balanced out and they felt great again and actually enhanced their spiritual spiritual practice. So I just don't see any reason why it needs to be one or the other. I think it's really valuable to look at both. And I know that there are actually a lot of intuitives and people in, in the energy healing space who have physical health issues and they they just keep blaming it on on something spiritual and there's something physical going on as well and then when they finally cave and and look at the physical it does heal uh so i i see i've seen it both ways but i believe that everything physical has an energetic root you know what's what's happening physiologically is a manifestation of what's happening in the higher dimensions. And so if I was forced to pick only one, I would pick, to be honest, I would pick energy work, especially since, you know, just seeing all of the, just the more I've worked with the high and uh, that just expanded my belief on what is possible with, with physical healing and, and a lot of the healers that I'm training right now are sharing some of their experiences practicing with 
with clients and people are saying like, whoa, it, you know, <laughs> we've been able to clear out so much physiologically that all of these supplements and diets weren't helping. Um, that's really cool to me. But I also think that, oh man, frequency, <sighs> we need to think about frequency for a second because I think that different things are going to work for different people from a frequency perspective as well. And so, especially as the frequency of the planet shifts and our physical bodies shift, we're going to realize that more and more that working more on this energetic plane is, is going to be the most important thing for shifting things physically, right? Because everything physical is energy. Everything is energy. And I've been getting a lot of messages around this, like saying like, you know, a lot of people in this community, you probably, you might notice that some of the physical things that were really supportive for you before. Maybe it's not quite working anymore because we need to look more on the energetic plane. Or as you, as you shift and grow and expand, raise your vibration, that the most effective thing for you to get results you want is actually going to be working more, more with with your energy, uh, working in the higher realms, in in general. So I think that people are shifting, and what's working for us is going to shift as well. But I I am somebody who doesn't think that we need to like leave one one thing out of it. I don't see why we can't work on both on both planes. And the other thing is well, how do you know when to switch approaches? Well, if you've been doing the same thing for a long time and you're not getting anywhere, maybe look at the other side of it, right? That that's that's my perspective on that and following the science versus following your intuition. You know, for me, where this has really played out has been with my diet. And I know a lot of you have been here for a long time and you've seen me try all of these different diets. I've, I've loved experimenting. I love to experiment on myself. I like to try all the biohacks, like all the things. I try as much as I can and see how I feel. And what I know, this is, this is my personal experience. And so it might not be for everybody, but what my personal experience has been in my health journey when I was so locked into the science and following like science based on the science and the studies and nutrition, all this, like my school, whatever, I was like, this is what I should eat. This, this is what makes sense to heal. And so I was stuck there for a long time. And when I finally just surrendered and I was like, what's my intuition telling me to eat? It was totally opposite. And I was like, I think this is going to make me worse. But at that point, I'm like, I have nothing to lose, to be honest. And so I did everything opposite what I believed to make sense, believed to be true. And I never felt better. I never felt better. And I was like, you know what? This doesn't make any sense to me, but it's making me feel amazing. And I've been struggling for a really long time. And so I, I'm just going to listen to that. And I'm okay with the fact that my logical brain and like my logical brain, my scientific brain, that part of me and the part of me that knows like too much about nutrition science and health science, that part of me doesn't understand why I eat the way I eat. Like it doesn't make any sense, but my intuition, my body are very happy there. And, and I've seen that with a lot of friends close to me. I have this conversation with a ton of other practitioners and, and some very publicly speak about it. And others I know really struggle with it internally because they're having this like identity crisis of this is, this is what I understand to be true, but I'm having this different experience myself understanding to be true based on, on the quote science, but this is what I'm experiencing for myself. My body's truth, you know? 
they struggle with that, especially when you've built a brand around it. But, but also for me, having worked with so many clients and talking to other, you know, I have a lot of friends and colleagues who work with a ton of clients. So, you know, it's helpful just to hear about what are the trends, what's supported, what's supporting people the most. And I've seen this with a lot of my friends as well. And, you know, they're saying, you know, a lot of my clients are actually feeling better shifting their nutrition in this direction. And it doesn't make any sense to me. And for me, I tended to work with the people who had tried everything, who like knew more than any FMD or Western doctor, like that they had, that they could see, like they were deep in the research. They knew too much. Right. And I tried all the things and there are some common themes with that person for them to finally heal. And what I always saw was, you know, I had to set my ego and my logical brain aside and we just had to tune into, okay, what is your body telling you it needs? Like intuitively, what, what do you know is going to heal you? Right? Like you're you, your higher self, which is you (laughs) knows, you know what you need and clearing past all the noise. When we would try that, that's when people finally started to heal. And, and so this is where just the, the actual experience and, and seeing this play out in real life so many times really shifted my mindset around it. Because if I was only going off the research, I'd probably have a very different opinion. But when you see, when you see this play out again and again, and people who have been struggling for so long, finally, finally heal. I mean, I'm going to go with what works for people, right? I just want people to feel their best. So my overall mindset around it is like using the, the science as the foundation, right? And then, and, and listening to our intuition and where do they overlap, right? Can we, can we utilize both? And if one has to trump the other, if one has to trump the other, what have you already tried before? We have to remember that everybody is different. Everybody's unique. Bio-individuality, what our bodies needed before might be different than what they need now. And so on some level, we're always experimenting. You know, like this is part of working with, if you work with a nutritionist, for example, or a trainer, like part of that process of getting your results is you guys are going to try different things and tweak different things until you figure out what works exactly for your body, right? So we might be working off of like a baseline approach of this is generally a great place to start. But then you're tweaking things along the way. That's just part of working with people individually. That's the value of having that one-on-one support. So my answer is, you know, my philosophy is, and let's, let's look at both. Let's also look at what you've been doing before for a long time and has it gotten you anywhere? And if not, maybe it's time to look deeper. But I also think no matter who you are, it, it's, it's only going to help you to look into the energetic side of things, to look into any trapped emotions, to do some more emotional release. Like that's only going to help you in your overall life in general. So I don't see, I don't think you have anything to lose. I think at the end of the day, it's about what makes you feel good. Like what's actually going to work for you. I see value in looking at things from every perspective. Um, What I, what I think, again, it depends on the person. Overall, a lot of people with chronic illness, I think most of them, the piece that's missing is, is the energy work, is, is the emotional release work, is the brand rewiring. And I think there are a lot of people that can actually skip more of the traditional approach if they focus on that. But sometimes it goes the other way where there are people who are, you know, so caught up in the other side of things when sometimes our body just needs a little more physiological support. We want to support our physical vessel. So I think it's good to look at, to look at both. And if you are in the question of, I don't know, should I change my approach? 
probably your intuition guiding you to maybe not even necessarily change in the sense of like release something, you know, but like maybe that's probably your intuition. If you're in that question saying, Hey, let's add something else in. Let's explore this area as well. For me, it was the energy, energy work and brand rewiring that made the biggest difference. And, and for nutrition and supplements following my intuition, um, and really eating to support my, to support energy balance. I'll say that that was helpful for me personally. That was my experience. If you follow me on social media, you probably know how obsessed I am with Organifi. I drink Organifi pretty much all day long and it's hard for me to pick a favorite product, but if I had to, now that Harmony is back, I gotta say it's, it's my favorite one. It tastes like the most delicious instant hot chocolate, but it's totally healthy and good for you. And it has a ton of hormone balancing benefits. It is designed to support healthy hormonal balance and help with any PMS symptoms that you might struggle with, any fatigue, bloating, mood swings. It has super nourishing ingredients like cacao, maca, chaste berry, shatavari, ginger, and turmeric. So not only does it taste delicious, but it also helps to balance out your body and make you feel amazing at that time of month and really all month round. All I do is mix a scoop of it in with hot water and it tastes so delicious, so rich and chocolatey. You are not going to want to miss this. Some of my other favorite Organifi products that I drink every day are the green juice, which is amazing for supporting detoxification and giving you some natural energy in the morning. I like to have it early in the morning. It has so many incredible ingredients like moringa, ashwagandha, spirulina, chlorella to help balance out my cortisol levels, but give me that natural energy boost that I like in the morning and it tastes so minty delicious. I've never had anything like this. I like to mix it with mostly water and then add in some nut milk. You will not regret. And my other fave is red juice. Love to have that in the afternoon. It's like a healthy superfood berry punch that gives you a boost of energy naturally without any caffeine with a ton of amazing ingredients like beets, acai, cordyceps, and ginseng. It kind of blows my mind because these taste like they should have a lot of sugar in them, but they don't. They're not too sweet, but they do have a little natural sweetness. And most of their products have less than one gram of sugar per serving. And I do not like to compromise taste for quality. So Organifi is my go-to. If you haven't yet hopped on the Organifi train or you need to restock, then it's time to head on over to their site and check out all they have to offer. Head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash ctc and my code ctc will get you 20 percent off again that's organifi.com slash ctc and that code ctc will get you 20 percent off your next order and now i will get back to my green juice sitting right next to me and i'll let you get back to the podcast okay let's move on to the next question which actually i'm going to group together two questions so next question can you override symptoms of your health issues like food intolerances with your intention. So I'm going to combine this with another question somebody asked, which was how I stopped being intolerant to gluten. So I've talked about how I don't have symptoms from gluten anymore. So I'm going to group these together because I think they overlap a lot. All right. So let me actually first answer the second to be clear with the gluten. So I 
I do not eat gluten by choice. The shift has been if I do accidentally eat it or if I'm in a situation where I had to eat it, I don't get symptoms anymore. But I I do not think it is a healthful food personally. And I go out of my way to not consume gluten. So I, the fact that if I eat it, I don't have symptoms doesn't change the way I live. I never buy it when I go out to restaurants to make sure things are gluten-free. So I, yeah, that hasn't like changed the way I eat, but it has come in handy in the few instances where I have accidentally been glutened or if that's the only thing. But yeah, I, I don't really like push this. And I used to, when I would consume gluten, Man, I mean, the symptoms would be all over the place. It would be really awful digestively, but I would get, I would get really bad, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to say hives, like they were hives. It was just not, my skin was, got really bad and had these like, not, not fun things all over them that were very painful. Like all over my body, I would like break out um, and that wasn't fun. And then I would also often have issues with my vision. So I would have really blurry vision, like barely be able to see. Sometimes I would kind of black out. And I mean, for days, I would just not be able to get up. It was really, really bad combined with the digestive distress. So definitely came a long way. And the the main tool that I use to release a lot of my food intolerances. Well, first of all, just in general, obviously I've done a lot of work on my gut. So healing and sealing the gut, super important. If you struggle with food intolerances, I had a lot. And so just working on my gut health overall, sealing my gut lining was super important. But beyond that, you know, still having a lot of food intolerances, even after all of that work, it was brain rewiring that allowed me to eat so many more foods. And this is a common thing that people like to use brain rewiring for to be able to broaden their diet, to be able to eat more foods because, you know, there's such a brain component to that in the sense of if we believe that we are going to have a reaction, we are more likely to have a reaction. And so if we can train the brain to know that that food is safe, that it's not going to elicit a reaction, uh, we can we can get different results. It's, It's all in the brain. So I was using brain rewiring for a while and then also energy healing. And those two combined, you know, it's hard for me with some of these things that I've shifted to separate one from the other because for some of these things that were that that I was focusing on adjusting over time, I, I was using multiple modalities. Uh and so those are the two things that I think made the biggest difference for me with gluten. But so this is interesting because I was tuning into this the other day around food intolerances intuitively, I mean, and I was, I was just exploring this topic and they said, well, part of the reason why you could rewire the gluten and, or shift the gluten and also dairy, I'm fine with dairy. I don't have any reactions anymore, but it's the same thing for me with dairy. I don't, I try and avoid it. Um, I mean, if it's like, you know, really high quality raw, that's one thing, but I go out of my way to be dairy free as well. Personally, that's just something that I want to do is important for my body. Uh, yeah, I 
don't want to consume conventional dairy personally, but they said like, because they know I won't continue to consume them, I could rewire out of it. And what this is really connected to is the fact that, you know, there are many intolerances that are actually helpful for us, right? So if we have a really leaky gut and we are reacting to all kinds of foods, you know, that that's one thing, right? Healing and sealing the gut and uh, broadening the diet, that's super important. But when our body is in a good, in a, in a good place, right? You have, you feel like you have your gut health in a good spot. You've supported that. You know, if your body's overall in balance and you're having food intolerances, that, that could be a sign that that's, that's just not a food that's good for your body. And so something that I have really been reflecting on recently is fully leaning into this idea of instead of how do I force something to work, really trusting that everything is working exactly as it's meant to. And so if I think about the way my physical body is working from that lens, I'm just going to use myself as an example. I could get upset with myself if I woke up one day or for many days and I was so exhausted. I could get upset with myself if I keep eating cauliflower and I have a horrible reaction, you know, or whatever symptoms, giving different symptoms. I could wake up and get really angry that I am not pooping regularly, right? Which don't worry, I am. (laughs) I am just giving examples, but I could get upset and make myself wrong and still be in this energy of why isn't my body working? Or I could say, what if my body is working exactly as it should? And it's just telling me that something is off. It's telling me that perhaps there's something that my body needs more of, or there's something that I'm consuming, that I'm around, that my body wants less of. So the idea is, what if instead of the obstacle being something that we have to push through, what if the obstacle is actually protecting us? It's actually doing its job and stopping us from falling off the cliff, right? And so being open to the redirection. And so when my body's in a good state of balance and I'm still not feeling good when I eat a certain food, maybe that's a sign that that's just not something for my unique body. And I'm actually going to feel so much better if I don't consume that food. And this is trusting the body. This is trusting the body. And what if I don't know. Maybe I'm exhausted all the time. I just don't feel good. And I really want to eat this chocolate bar every day. I love this chocolate bar. And it's a really high quality chocolate bar. And every time I eat it, I notice I just feel nauseous. I don't feel good. But I keep trying to eat it. And I'm telling myself, well, I should be able to eat this because it's super high quality and I'm overall healthy. And cacao has so many benefits, you know, whatever. And I'm trying to force it, but it's just not making me feel good. But then what if I, what if I just listened to that and stopped eating the cacao? And then maybe a week or two later, I broke the addiction. I found something else that I really liked. I had so much more energy back. My sleep got back on track. This is just a simple example. But the point is, sometimes that's leading you to exactly what you need. And when it comes to food, you know, at this point in my life, the 
the perspective I have on it is I think about food vibrationally and the vibration of food and what is the vibration? What is the energy? Because food is energy. Everything is energy. But food is energy. What is the energy that my body needs right now to to support me, to balance me out? You know, when I am channeling, when I'm doing a lot of intuitive work or energy healing, it's really important that I'm eating lighter foods, more raw foods, living foods, very high vibrational foods. I need to be drinking a ton of water. When I am done with my sessions, I need something that's more grounding. I need something that's going to kind of bring me down a little bit heavier, a little bit denser. So as an example, I go through periods where I just can't tolerate cooked foods. I just can't tolerate them. And I used to get really upset about it where I'd make all of this food. I'm making, you know, roasted broccoli and all my roasted zucchini. And if you know me, you know, I'm veggie queen, love veggies, you know, delicious, super healthy food. And I put it in my mouth and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to throw up or I eat it and I just get a horrible reaction. And I used to get really upset about it because I'm like, there's nothing. What is this? Like, this was fine last week, right? What's going on? And especially with my history, you know, it could be easy to jump to there's a food intolerance, but I learned it wasn't a food intolerance. It was literally my body guiding me to eat different types of foods because I had to just listen to, okay, what, what sounds okay? Like what isn't going to make me nauseous? What sounds good? What does my body really want? And at times like that, I would eat a lot of salads, raw vegetables, fruits, legumes usually. And I felt so much more balanced. I felt great. And that actually was really supporting my channel, my, my channeling abilities, my, my vessel. And then when I would kind of be done with that, phase, for example, when I've channeled my books, you know, when I went away for those weekends, I had to eat really light foods, things that weren't cooked. And I just couldn't tolerate anything heavier dense. And then when I was done with that intense channeling period, I needed a ton of grounding foods to bring me back. But going back to the gluten and dairy thing, you know, I was asking, I'm like, how come some people struggle to rewire some of these or release some of these food intolerances? And they said, well, if eating gluten regularly is is not ideal for that person and really not for their highest to best, not for their health, and that person, if it was rewired, is still gonna is gonna go eat gluten regularly, then it's not for their highest and best interest for that intolerance to go away. So it will stay. And I thought that was like a really interesting perspective. And I mean, for me, it also made me realize why there are certain foods that that I will probably continue to have issues with that I wish I didn't, but it's because it's for my best interest. And again, I'm talking from the angle of you, you're at a place where your, your gut is, is healed, right? And you've done, you've done some of that work to support you in it. it, This is like an illogical food intolerance, right? If you have a leaky gut, uh, a lot of dysbiosis, and you're reacting to like every fruit and vegetable meat, like and you're reacting to a ton of healthy foods, then that's kind of a different story. We want to make sure that your body is at a good baseline first. But I thought that was a really interesting perspective. And so to answer the question of, you know, how I rewired the gluten and the dairy, it was doing brain rewiring, which if you're not already in the channel collective, I outline a process and a meditation you can use every single day to do that. This is also what we cover in depth in the brain rewiring certification course. 
um, which will hopefully be relaunching in a few months. But, you know, that's to certify coaches. And so, yeah, this work is super powerful. People have rewired their brains out of so many things. I mean, some of these stories I hear, like, it's incredible stories because you can use this for, I mean, use this for physical body shifts. It's something we talk about a lot, which is interesting. Shifting your physical body. Um, I've heard of people coming out of paralysis. There are people that have healed from cancer with the power of their brains. Like it's just so, so incredible. But yeah, that consistently daily. And then I kind of stopped using that specific process when I was doing a lot more high and now I kind of, you know, I, I've kind of blended the two, but high is kind of the, the main way I'm making shifts. Now I've talked about like how my physical body has changed so much since using that energy. And that's something that it's so funny. Cause I've told all my friends, I'm like, it's literally shifting my physical body. And now it's then like, it actually happened. And I think a lot of my friends were like, Whoa, but anyway, consistency, focus, and those were the the tools I used. But can you override symptoms of your health issues with your intention? Going back to that question, like food intolerances, to a certain extent, yes. To a certain extent, yes. Like you are powerful. Your vibration is powerful. The more you raise your frequency, the more you'll notice that many symptoms you might have struggled with before might fall away. Your intention is really powerful. You know, when you go into a meal and you expect to have a certain reaction after it, well, what are you telling your brain? What are you going to create? And so this is the power of intention with everything you do, setting the intention that what you're eating, how you're exercising, you know, how you're moving, whatever it is, charging your water. We talk about charging, charging your food, charging your water, super important. Your intention is very, very powerful and can completely change the results of whatever you are consuming or doing. But at the same time, if that symptom, if that health issue is serving a larger purpose and and supporting you, which typically it is in some way, which I know it can be hard to hear, but you know, whenever we have a health issue, it's important to ask, what is this meant to teach me? I've talked about chronic illness a lot on this show, and and when things are persistent, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what is this really leading me to? What is this pointing me toward? Why is this not going away? There's something deeper. And every illness has an energetic root. And that's something that can be helpful to explore. Every part of the body corresponds to a different energy, different traits. On a really basic level, you can think about digestive issues and our ability to digest life. We can think about structural issues, issues with our bones and the energy of support and how supported we feel. We can think about our backs and what's happened in the past, what's behind us, what are we not looking at from behind us or what have we not released from the past. We can think about our feet and our ability to move forward. We can think about knees and the energy of surrendering. So I I do believe that you can override symptoms to a certain point, but if they're there to teach you something or to get you to look somewhere else, to get you to make a pivot in your life, and you're trying to just avoid that larger message, then often, no, you can't. I know for me personally, this is a main way that my guides, my intuition has has talked to me. When I am 
heading in the wrong direction. Let's just put it that way. And by mean wrong, I mean like not in alignment for me. I'm not on track for serving my mission here. Those have been the times that I've had a relapse. And that relapse has been to force me to rest and relax, has been to get me to explore things that I wouldn't have otherwise explored. Without all my health issues, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be on this track. I wouldn't have opened up my intuitive gifts. And it's funny because a lot of my friends now, you know, who even aren't even super into all of this, they'll say to me, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I just broke this. I broke this bone and I I know what it is because I listen to, they're like, I know it's just because I need to spend more time resting or things like that. And it, it can be true. Again, it's so powerful to come from the energy of everything is working perfectly. I'm being protected. And so these things that I'm getting frustrated with are these things that I want to go away. What if they are not going away for a certain reason? What if they're not going away because I meant to learn something bigger from this? What if they're not going away because I'm not meant to go in this direction and I'm just being (laughs) nudged to look over here and I wouldn't have looked over here without this struggle or symptom. It's a redirection that's for your highest and best. So I can tell you, I was not going to override Lyme disease simply with my intention. I just wasn't going to. I could set my intention all day long. That wasn't going to be the thing. I had to do so much deeper emotional work and I had to shift my life. Like that was a gift to me to completely change my life track. And and that doesn't mean it was fun in the process. It was really painful, right? It wasn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't easy, but it was, it was a way that my body was speaking to me and telling me and actually protecting me. My body was asking for something different. My intuition was guiding me somewhere else. And I know myself and I know how headstrong I can be. I know how loud my, my mind is. And I mean, honestly, it makes sense. Like, I can't blame myself. I can't blame my intuition of my body because without that, I'm not sure I would have ever listened. Now I know how to listen to my intuition and I listen to my heart and and what I want. But but at that point, I I was so good at overriding my heart, my wants, like my true wants with my shoulds and what I thought I had to do, what I thought I had to do to be successful, what I felt I was obligated to do. That was the louder voice in my head. And that was what I was going to stick to unless I was physically forced to do something else. And I mean, that was the way I was kind of physically forced to do something else. And that that was that was my experience. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people have a similar one in their own way. And I'll also say, like at that point when you're so deep in that and when you are on the edge of death for periods of time, as I've been in multiple times in my life, you know, there are certain things that I learned to to be okay, even though it like wasn't okay in the moment. And that was finding simple pleasures. That was laughing, learning to laugh. and um you know, humor really support, like supported me. And also though, it was, it was finding the deeper meaning of it. I'm like, I'm already here. 
I'm already here. I'm already like unable to move, get out of my bed. Awful prognosis from doctors. So I might as well find the deeper meaning in this, you know? So this is that kind of angle too. I'm getting a little, a little deep here, but to bring it back to the smaller scale, you know, with food intolerances, I think it depends if, if on, on like the food intolerance or the health issue, if that symptom is serving you in some way and, and actually a signal for you of something else to look at or something that's going to be really helpful for you, then your intention alone might not overwrite it. But if it's something that isn't as crucial to your expansion to your life path, then yeah, your intention is super powerful. And that's a really simple thing you can do. You know, every time you're eating, setting that intention and deciding that this food is healing, this food is going to digest so easily and effortlessly. This food is going to make you feel amazing. It's going to make your skin glow. It's going to make your your hair shiny. I don't know, whatever you want, right? But setting that intention and really, really believing that. And that's the key thing. It is, it is truly, truly believing. And the other thing you can do with your intention is reframe any effects that are happening. So for example, if, you know, you, I mean, this is what I did, right? Like I've gotten food poisoning and as my body is, you know, running the fever and I'm sweating and I am releasing things, uh, you know, it's not a comfortable experience. I can actually put that to use and set the intention that it's an energetic purge and I'm releasing all of the old energies that no longer serve me, that I'm physically releasing all of the emotions that are not in alignment with my highest frequency, all of the energy I might be holding for anybody else that is not for my highest and best. I'm just releasing all of the old energies of the old me. And through this, I am a clear, clean vessel able to fully raise my vibration to my next level of expansion and activate my next level of gifts. So I can set that intention. And that's what I do anytime I have any weird symptoms. But I also think typically if I ever have weird symptoms, that literally is what's going on. But that is the, you know, the advice that came through around the virus when I was going around, you know, if someone gets it and they're having symptoms being firm in their belief that it's actually a purging out of old energies, that it's actually going to upgrade them as opposed to being in that fear state, right? And when we are going through any experience or receiving anything from a fear state, that is going to affect its effect <laughs> on us as opposed to receiving something, setting a clear intention about what that's going to do for you. So it's a similar thing with the V for those who choose to get it. I've had people tell me I'm going to get it and I'm really afraid. And here's the thing. If you're going to get it, I highly encourage you to not do so from a, from a state of fear. That is your personal choice. It is your body. And I, you know, if you're going to receive it, I, I would set intention around it, uh, that, you know, how, how is it going to serve you and, and be clear on that and be fully in that belief when you're receiving it. And that's same with food too, right? If I'm eating something from a fear state, I mean, this is like physiological, right? If I'm eating something when I'm stressed out, 
I'm not going to digest it. This is what we want to get in the rest and digest state. This is why we want to chew our food and calm down, you know, whatever's going to be calming. So there are so many different things going on physiologically, vibrationally. I mean, I'm a generator, right? In human design. So it's super important for me to be excited about my food, but I think everybody should be excited about their food. Like if you're going to eat something and you're dreading it, that's probably not the signal you you want to be sending your body. I think it's so important that people like what they eat. I mean, otherwise they're probably not going to stick to healthy eating, but you should be enjoying what you're eating, excited about it. That is, that is all together giving your body all the good vibes. That's what you really want to be nourishing your body with. All the high vibes. I will tell you some places where I have shifted my intention and gotten different results. So one has been with skincare. There's there's some skincare and some makeup products. Again, I use only non-toxic products. That's super important to me, but there are some non-toxic products that were still breaking me out because they have pore cloggers. And I was like, look, this is my favorite foundation and it's clean. It's not bad for me. I really don't think that this foundation clogging my pores is, is like serving a deeper meaning here. So, right. Like (laughs) I set my intention. I was like, okay, this foundation is going to go on my skin. It's going to nourish my skin. It's going to love my skin up. It's going to leave me my skin clear, glowy, lovely, amazing. And I set that extra intention visualized around it. And that, that foundation no longer breaks me out. And I've done that with a concealer I really like. Uh, you know, those aren't like, <laughs> like me getting some extra whiteheads isn't really like shifting my life path. Now for some people having, having intense acne, right. Or like, like having acne that really affects their self-confidence or ability to show up, that could be something with a deeper meaning. Or I think another example could be allergies, right? So first of all, if you have allergies, gut health, look at gut health, but I have, um, seen clients completely relieved of allergies after an energy healing session. I have had friends where I kind of coach them through this and I'm like, decide that you are not going to have a reaction. And they've gotten rid of allergies to certain things. However, you know, if, if being around cats is like for you personally, for some reason, like so not good for your vibration, or there might be some bigger meaning, or maybe you're with a partner that you're not supposed to be with and you get super bad allergies around their cat and just their cat, (laughs) you know, that could be a sign too. So it's being open to all of the possibilities. I think any symptoms that are popping up that you don't like, there's certainly no harm in, in setting intention, uh, and remembering the power of your vibration. There, there's a lot that people can override with the power of their intention. And it only takes a moment and and realizing that your frequency can transmute a lot more but it's all about you deciding you know set the intention if if you're going to consume something you know if i go out and i eat i don't know like ben and jerry's ice cream me 2 years ago would be totally destroyed like i'd have massive acne the next day i'd be in awful digestive distress but nowadays i could totally do that if i wanted to I don't choose to because that's really not how I want to be feeling my body. That's not the frequency I want to be putting in my body. But, you know, if I was getting this really intense craving for Ben and Jerry's and that was not from like an addictive state, it's from me and my healthy body now, 
there's probably a reason. So I'd probably just trust it. Right. And there have been times, you know, like I, I definitely got a lot more adventurous when I started dating my boyfriend. And I think that's how I found out a lot of what I could tolerate. And I was realizing the more I was doing frequency work, uh, how much more I could, I could tolerate. And the more I was using a high and really setting intention and I would just, you know, practice that. And I kind of did little experiments with that. There were certain foods that when we started dating, I just couldn't handle, I couldn't tolerate. And now I can, that doesn't mean I necessarily choose to eat them all the time. Uh, but, but if I wanted to have it, I, I could, and I wouldn't have any negative side effects. And I think one of the core things underneath all of this is coming from a place of love for your body is coming from a place of wanting to support my body in and healing and expansion and feeling good. And if I'm truly coming from those intentions of of supporting my body, of loving my body, and I'm truly rooted in that, then I can trust that when I set my intention, if it if I'm not quote unquote able to override it, it's because I'm not supposed to, because that that thing perhaps is not for my highest and best overall. And if you have a general intention, you know, if you are on some type of healing path and you are very clear and firm and strong in your intention that you are going to heal. No, so this is something that was actually like so powerful and so simple. There was a point where I was so confused about what my body wanted to eat. I was so confused. And I, I remember I was in the forest and I said, I just like put my foot down. Spirit guides, my intention is that my body will heal within the next few weeks. Okay. I want to make sure my body is feeling loved, supported, and healed. And I'm setting the intention that all of the intuitive nudges I get about how I should eat, how I should move my body, how I should support my body, when I should rest, how much I should rest is all going to be in support of and helping my body to heal. And it was like as soon as I did that, something clicked. And because I had set that intention so strongly, so intensely, so firmly, I was like, oh, so, okay, great. All, all I have to do now is just follow what I, what I feel naturally drawn toward. And it was wild how clear everything was right after that. You know, I would, I'd be like, okay, I'm hungry. Okay. Go to the kitchen. What do I want? And it was like, I was just drawn to the food. (laughs) And it was like, getting this customized quote unquote, like diet, like what foods are most supportive for me? What do I need just through my intention? And I followed that and it was so clear. <laughs> so that's something else. If you, if you haven't tried that, you know, it's such a simple thing, uh, but setting the intention that you're going to, that your intuition is going to be guided by what's supporting your healing process or, su- or supporting whatever in a specific goal you have, that's you know, coming from a place of love. And why that's powerful is because you've already set your intention that you're not going to be, they're going to be drawn to what's supporting your, your health and your vibration. And so you know that you're not going to be drawn to what your ego wants or what the sugar addict in you wants, you know, when we have that kind of thing or what your gut bugs want to just feed on and perhaps cause more issues because of it. And when I set that intention, my cravings for certain foods completely changed. And that was where I was like, whoa, because what I wanted yesterday 
was totally different than what I was guided to like the day that I set that intention and, and that week after and, and after, and I realized, oh my gosh, all these things that I was eating every day was maybe like more of my gut bugs talking or like my brain rather than what my body really wanted. So that was really cool. Okay. This is getting really long. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I am not going to cover question four because I feel like it's a whole topic. So maybe I'll do like a mini soda on it. But I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Food intolerances, overriding health issues with your intention. You can with your frequency, you can. But if it's there to support you, actually, that quote unquote issue is actually supporting you, then perhaps not. But don't forget how powerful your frequency is and don't forget what you can transmute. You know, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm eating a sketchy sauce, I'm just setting my attention like this is going to digest beautifully. Everything in here is transmuted into a healing, bright, yellow light that's just going to beautifully move through my my digestive system and support my solar plexus. And I'm just making this decision. I'm setting the intention. I'm transmuting it as I'm eating it, right? So you can use it in situations like that as well. So if this was helpful, would love to hear. Post in the private forum. Leave a comment on my latest Instagram post. Would love to hear from you. And if you have follow-up questions, unrelated questions, anything you want me to cover on a future podcast, feel free to send those in. Post them in the private forum so they're all in one place for me. And hopefully we have that page up soon to uh, submit questions on. And I appreciate you if you made it to the end here. Share this if, if it was helpful and if you think it would help other people and tag me so I can repost and say thank you. I always appreciate that. I try to get to as many of, of those as I can. Really, really appreciate it. And we'll wrap up there for today. All right. Sending you lots of love. I hope you have an incredible day and I will chat with you again next episode. 